when I get one of those emails inviting me to bring a team to a conference, I admit it, I get excited. I like taking a staff of people to an inspiring event. But is inspiration the only thing you're supposed to bring home from a conference? Let's talk about how to get the most from a conference with your staff. This is the Second Chair Leadership Podcast. Years ago, I heard Pat Lencioni say, when it comes to your organization, you have to work in it and you have to work on it. Conferences are a great time to work on your church or nonprofit, especially if you get to go with a group of co-workers or colleagues. Speaking of working on your church, let me pause for a second and mention that I'm excited about a focus group I'm leading over the next few weeks with pastors. These pastors will be viewing some organizational thought processes and getting a chance to give their feedback. And if you would like more information about future uh, focus groups or the outcome of the current ongoing groups, then go to the website secondchairleadership.com and give us your email so we can keep you posted. Back to talking about working on your organization. I think you'll agree there's nothing like a conference to energize your team. It's a great feeling to share moments of learning and discovery together. If you've gone to a conference with a group, then you know what it's like to be at the event, to be talking about new methods, and just knowing, knowing in your heart that this material is going to make a difference in your church or nonprofit whenever you get home. You also probably know the feeling of getting back to the office, entering into the daily grind, and watching all of those new ideas evaporate. Sometimes it seems that no matter how beneficial the speakers or how good you take notes, you just can't import the great ideas from a conference into your organization. Earlier this week, I put up a post that named this experience the Discover, Apply, Fail, Reflect cycle. It goes like this. You discover at the conference, you try to apply at home, but then you experience failure, and then you reflect as to what went wrong or who is to blame. Usually, attending another conference starts the whole cycle over again. Discover, apply, fail, reflect. If you do that enough times, you become what I call a conference cynic. You tell yourself conferences are just a bunch of paid talking heads pushing their products. I've been a conference cynic, but I have to admit I wasn't any wiser for it. And the truth is, some of the best advancements I've made with my teams have come from discoveries at conferences. So how do you get the most from a conference with your staff? How do you keep from repeating the discover, apply, failure, reflect cycle? I want to share three engagements with you today that I think you can do with your team to get what you need from a conference. But before I do that, let me share a mindset that I have regarding conferences. Here it is. Conferences are like school or like church services. There's benefit to learning, but the real benefit comes from living what you've learned. In other words, the magic is not all at the conference. The real magic happens when you get home from the conference. 
I believe it is the hard work you put in after a conference that determines its effectiveness. So with that mindset, let's take a look at the three engagements I want to offer you. Engagement number one, engage expectations before the conference. I recommend as a leader you having a conversation with your staff before going to a conference. You can do this in a group or one-on-one, whichever form you choose. What you want to do in this pre-conference conversation is engage the expectations of your people. You do this by asking each person, what do you hope to gain from this conference? Invite people to be as specific as possible. I've asked people to even write down a question or a problem they want to find answers to at the conference. Now, I don't ask in a way that sounds like there's a wrong or a right answer. I ask in a way that says, I'm interested in your answer. And after asking employees about their expectations, I think it's important to share your expectations as the leader. I usually share my expectation with my staff that I think we should only look for one or two workable ideas from this conference. Because I don't think it's wise to attend a conference telling yourself you're going to capture every good idea. I let my people know if we come home and implement one or two things that work, we will have gotten our money's worth out of this conference. When people attend conferences looking for general improvements, I think they tend to think too broadly about the conference material. And if everything is important, then really nothing is important. So it's important to be specific about what you're going to the conference and hopes to find. I think by clarifying expectations before the conference, you and your team are set up to be intentional attenders. You are looking for specific answers and you're ready to engage over those answers. The second engagement I would offer you is engage conversations while at the conference. I have taken 25 or more staff members at one time to a conference. No matter how big the group, I always engaged with everyone through intentional conversation while at the event. Here are two ways to engage in a conversation at the conference. Number one, remember expressed expectations. You've already engaged them before the conference and asked for their expectations. So now, those expectations shared with you before the conference give you an opportunity as a leader to partner with your people while at the conference. I've attended conferences and discovered sessions or workshops that seemed custom-made to meet the expressed need of a staff member that they had just shared with me prior to coming to the conference. And instead of me having to say, you need to go to that workshop, I was able to encourage them based on what they had shared with me, and we were already ready to talk about what they were going to discover. The second uh, thing that you can do to engage in a conversation at the conference is schedule a group meeting during the conference. I know this sounds boring, but if you will schedule a large group or some small group meetings during the conference, it forces people to share in real time what they are learning. And my experience is most people want to do this. They like the opportunity to share what they have newly discovered. As the leader, I like to take notes 
in these conference meetings so that I can follow up later and keep the conversation going once we're back home. Whatever you do, don't disconnect from your staff while at the conference. And don't connect with the same people every day. Make sure you get around to everybody. The third engagement I want to share with you is engage discussion after the conference. Now here is where the real work begins. Because once a conference is over and everyone is back to work, it's time to close the loop on the learning process and not assume that the staff will act on what they receive from the conference. I know as a leader that feeling of having put in all the time and energy to make a conference happen and get everybody there, all the reservations and scheduling and the money that was spent. But I'm telling you, you will earn your money's worth by engaging discussions after the conference for all those dollars you just spent on training. I did a post earlier this week about why culture trumps strategies and tactics every time. And you can read the post for more details. But the summation is this. Your church or nonprofit will fight the implementation of new tactics and strategies if they don't line up with your present culture. So some of what you learned at the conference may go beyond best practices and require a retooling of your culture. Whether it's culture, tactics, or strategies, let me encourage you to do the hard work and be intentional about capitalizing on discussions after a conference. Don't allow the workaday schedule to eat away at the infusion of ideas and energy your team just received. I see this happen all the time. Again, I think it comes from a false idea that the magic is somehow at the conference. And I think the real magic happens after the conference with what you do with the information received and how you incorporate it into your organization. So I recommend two approaches for engaging discussions. Number one, debrief. Set a date to debrief with your team. It's best if you can make that date known before even going to the conference. That way, people can attend knowing there's going to be a follow-up. Again, you can debrief as a group or one-on-one. But use this time to let people talk about their thoughts now that the conference is over. I would not hold them to task over what they said their expectations were or any comments they made while at the conference. It's important to hear what people are thinking now that they are back in the daily grind. If they say things like, well, I thought this was a good idea while I was at the conference, but I know it will never work in this organization, don't get defensive. Ask questions and try to discover what feels different about the idea now that the employee is back at work. Make sure you're also not just letting people talk to get it out of their system. It's human nature to talk about ideas but never get around to acting on them. So make the focus of the debriefing about keeping ideas alive and not putting them to bed. Once the debriefing is over, make a commitment to have follow-up discussions. And that's really the second way that you can engage in discussion after a conference. Actually follow up on discussions. Now that you've heard from the staff, sit down with your executive leaders or admin assistant, or if you don't have anyone, just sit down by yourself and Think about what was shared and schedule follow-up discussions. This is so important.
Because if you go silent after the debriefing, your people won't know what you're thinking. Did you lose interest? Did they say the wrong thing in the meeting? They don't know. They're waiting on you to follow up. The structure of the follow-up conversations uh, are up to you. I've used small groups, one-on-ones, committees, focus groups. Use the forum that will give you the best results for your environment. Some post-conference ideas don't even require a follow-up. Just give the green light and let the idea fly. But for those ideas that will affect change, especially culture change, I recommend including anyone who will be affected by decisions made, even if they didn't go to the conference. In my opinion, it is a mistake to make conference attenders the holders of the secret recipe just because they went to the conference. Whoever will be affected by the decision should have a time for input on the decision. Once the follow-up discussions have happened, make the call or empower leaders to implement the changes. That's my three recommended engagements for conferences. Engage expectations, engage conversations, and engage discussions. I hope these will help you and your staff come home from a conference with more than extra mileage and a bunch of receipts, and I hope you can use them the next time you're headed to a great conference. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. I look forward to the next time when I get to pull my chair up next to your chair and talk about second chair leadership. Thank you.